Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier. And I'm Tejinder Singh. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of That Cartoon Podcast. Today, we watched... Today, it's a good one. It's, a good, it's one of my favorites, Akira, from, I think, 1988. 88, so, that's the year. For, so for as animes go, I think this is like the oldest anime we've watched so far. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think maybe we've watched older Western animations, but this is definitely the yeah, oldest yeah, yeah. anime. Yeah. It is a weird movie based on a manga all about, man, I, it's, it's, it's one of those movies where like you feel like you have a grasp on it 20 minutes in and then you're like, actually, I have no idea what's been going on and everything I thought was true is wrong. Yeah, that's uh, that latter category. That's where I was for a good portion of the movie. It's like a fever dream. Yeah, it's a bit of a fever dream, but like visually, just stunning. It's it's amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's set, I think, like after this fictionalized Third World War. There's no real like explanation at the beginning. There's just a huge explosion. Man, Japan having terrible luck with their explosions on fucking Tokyo. And I think then it like jumps ahead. That explosion happened on like in 1988. If I remember the little placards correctly, like the movie set in 2019. Yeah, it is. It is like we, we just passed it not yeah, too long ago. So weird. So weird. Um, I don't remember any of this stuff happening two years ago, but, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to Japan much. Yeah, yeah. I don't keep up with current events. So maybe they had a nice psychic monster that uh took over for a little while a psychic flesh kaiju this yeah. is my my third time seeing it first really? two times i don't exactly remember and so at watching it this time that south park was parodying this movie in an episode where cartman like fuses with his with a piece of technology and starts growing ever fatter oh the trapper keeper episode yeah, the, the trapper keeper episode oh my god yeah, it's definitely a reference to that because I remember in that episode they kept on saying, "We wait, are you saying that we have an Akira?" Oh my, I never caught that. Yeah. I think I was only cuz that was also the episode where like they it's a terminator. Yes, there's also a terminator. Okay. It's double parody in that episode. Only ever only ever caught the terminator parody. Man, I'm dumb. I'm a stupid space cat. You're dumb. Dumb dumb space cat. Dumb, dumb space cat. The stupid hoodie. <laughs> just, just like an angry cat looking at I, I hate that I have no mouth like no teeth in this mouth it's like I'm an old space cat yeah you lost them all I lost uh, them all the space wars so, so it drops in to uh, I, it opens with the motorcycle gang right uh, yeah, after, like after a- the bomb yeah, there's after the bomb, and it kind of gives us a couple shots establishing this dystopian city um, of Neo Tokyo, which is built in Tokyo Bay on a bunch of artificial islands. For the only reason I can assume is because the rest of Tokyo has just gone to shit, and this is like the only pe- place people can live. Opens with a biker gang called the Capsules as they're like about to lead a, a raid or just like fuck with a rival gang. Uh, led by the founder of Canada, Kanada, and he has a super cool red bike. Sh- uh, Shotaro Kaneda, which I 
or Canada. That's how that's how they pronounce it. And the entire time I was like, man, I'm just gonna hear Canada this whole time. And and you do. You yeah. do hear it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to go fight the clowns. And at first, at first this movie comes off, it's just like like one of those coming of age movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. You think like the the struggle of the biker gangs is gonna be like the whole thing. Yeah, and you're like, okay, you're you're settling in for this to be a story about biker gangs. Yeah. Um, then then you know, some cur- curveballs come your way when yeah. I think they're fleeing after kicking the guy's asses, uh, the clowns. Uh, he, I think they kick their asses, they're fleeing, and then there's a psychic child on the road. Yeah, there's like the side story happening at a had a very nearby, but like not at the same place of this random guy running with this old baby like this benjamin button child he gets gunned down hard by the new york city police and (laughs) he he just gets murdered and this child like freaks out causes like was it did they did the entire building fall or was it just the glass i think it might have just been the glass yeah i think it was just the glass because it was like one solid pane and then it like shattered at one point because someone shot it yeah the, the kid like freaks out and like lets out this psychic blast and all the people that have kind of been um gathered they're all fleeing and then the commotion the kid gets away by literally just like disappearing and that's when we cut back to the bikers who are just living their lives like yeah we did it we beat up the clowns and then like one of them just like runs into psychic child right yeah they run into psychic child and then all of a sudden like next thing they know the government is all up their asses yeah, the police and the military show up. They beat them down hard, and they they take them all to booking, except for one of their friends, who's the one that actually got hit. Who the one who actually hit the the psychic child? Who they're called Espers, E S P, and then E R, Esper. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I get it. Yeah, maybe they say <laughs> we 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 both. I'm assuming you watched it in English. I did. Yeah, I watched it in English too. I don't know if they say it in the original Japanese, um, but I don't remember them ever calling them espers. I found that out after the fact. A fantastic uh, dubbing for this, by the way. Very for good. the most for the most part, yeah. There are some spots where it's just like, yeah, that's a weird that's a weird thing to say, but like, I think the one I noticed it most with was the the fat esper. Mm-hmm. because I, I like his almost seems too childish because it feels like he's supposed to be like the more serious of them and then it's like he, he's like <laughs> all, all the kids know. all the kids because they're obviously not child actors you know what i mean yeah it, it's just funny it's just grown-ass adults doing child voices and it's just so funny because like if it were kids you could be like that's just a, an experienced child actor but this is just like it's just a weird choice that this guy made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's the main voice thing that, that I noticed throughout the film. That I just didn't like that guy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for the most part, it's pretty, it's, it, I would say it's pretty decent. Um, yeah, it is. It's very decent. I mean, in 1988, like I was saying this to my wife and, and she, she disagreed with me, but uh, that I thought like it could hold up to today's animation because it looked, it was just so good. It like, I could see it. Yeah. Doing, doing well as a new movie if it hadn't been released back then yeah you can i mean you can tell it's old because i mean the version i watched wasn't um i don't know if there's a remaster 
um, of this movie, but it like it looked like an old anime. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was kind of faded, but honestly, like it, I think based on the setting that works, I mean, it's all bleak. The only real shiny things are like the flashing neon lights in like the rich people districts. Yeah. But everything else is just kind of shitty and gray. Gray. And, and other than, and uh, I guess, explosion scenes, <laughs> which there yeah. are a few of. There yeah, are a yeah. good many. So these kids, the biker kids, whose age, I don't know if it's ever stated, but I, since it's an anime, I assume they're all between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Um, that's when now, that's when it uh, when all best stories happen. Yeah, no, they're probably all like in the, they're probably all like sixteen years old. Like I feel like that probably makes sense, right? They're all just near air dwells. They don't. They're all orphan. And I, I think they're if not all orphans, most of them are orphans. Well, I also like unsure if they age the same way uh, because it does at one point show them as normal looking kids. Yeah, and then they get. They get all espered up, and then they, um, I don't know, they just stay that way. <laughs> uh, no, okay, I thought you were talking about the biker kids. I was like, what? No, no, yeah, no, the espers, the espers. I think it, it, they, they take this, like, experimental drug to keep their powers in check is explained in, like, an offhand line later. Mm. And I think that's what makes them, like, all shriveled-looking and keeps them from, like, because, like, gotcha. I think they, I think they age, but I don't think they, like, age you know what i mean they're all like 30 years old at least 30 35 years old based on like the timeline that we find out later so the wrinkles make sense but the appearance doesn't and i can only assume that that's like a byproduct of the dampening medication that they take gotcha okay yeah yeah that explanation makes sense to me yeah this is a movie where there's you could literally say anything and you could be like yeah you know what the movie's so weird i'll accept that that answer yeah it's just like yeah i guess (laughs) biker kids get get sent to reform school but they also canada meets uh kai Mm -hmm. who is this uh activist that he saw and got the hots for and he like convinces them to let her go too well yeah Um, because uh, she ended up she shot something or someone and then he was like hey we gotta get out of here you just uh shot someone yeah but he says <laughs> he says in like the words like come on it's just like we gotta get out of here is that the first time you killed someone like bro like you're bad yeah at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a scene later that you know made, made me laugh where where canada is like actively trying to get her to turn herself and it's like yeah you know they're want they they've already gotten away and they're wandering through the sewers I think and he's like yeah so you know I'll go with you to turn you in and uh and it's just like dude what, what do you think's happening <laughs> yeah, like you just come on you just killed one guy like it'll be yeah, fine it's not the end of the world I guess it's trying to show he's a very moral biker I don't know I think it's just meant to show he's very stupid oh. <laughs> maybe because they're all in reform school but none of them go to school they just hang out on their bikes and with their girlfriends all day. Yeah, and their girlfriends that there's like uh, one for each of them. There is, but I mean that's like classic, the high classic gr- biker story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, it's like uh, like the greaser, not greasers, whatever they were called in think, uh, in, in the movie Grease. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they were called in movie Grease. They, they had a name because it was the pink ladies, and then I have no idea. The grease mot, the grease guys, the grease um, guys, the grease guys, greasy um, boys. Greasy boys. <laughs> I think at this point the story like cuts over to 
And man, I can't remember that kid's name who gets kidnapped. Aikido. I think that's correct. Or no, Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Okay. So yeah. Yes. Tetsuo, which, and this movie does a weird thing where the main character, uh, Shotaro uh, Kaneda, they just call him Kaneda. But this guy who's the secondary antagonist or Deuterotagus, or however you say that word, his mm-hmm. name is Tetsuo Shima, but they all call him Tetsuo. So it's like they're just picking wherever on these names. Whatever sounds best. Yeah. Canada. People do that in America too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, most people just call you Rubes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Good example. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people go by their last name. That's true. So yeah, Tetsuo, he ends up in the hospital, but since he had contact with the weird kid, the wrinkly kid, yeah, uh, he he starts to have like convulsions. I think, right? He starts, yeah, he starts freaking out, and he has no idea why. He starts like having hallucinations. Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where it's like it's like a teddy bear and a unicorn. All that this... comes later. Oh, yeah, that comes we're later. not. Yeah, we're not even there yet. That's oh. like the wild part. Oh, there's bad. so much weird shit that happens in this movie. I don't blame you. Yeah, because, there, there's a lot. Because <laughs> because he escapes from the the hospital, he escapes and he like goes back and goes um goes back to like school and meets up with his girlfriend. She's like, "Where have you been?" He's like, "Shut up." Um, which is not an inaccurate description of the way he talks to this woman. Um. Are you in the this, manga this, too? No, I don't read the manga. I just know that yeah. in the movie, every time she's like, "Are you okay?" It's like, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> yeah. Tell me it's, that's not what he says <laughs> all the literally. time. Until like the very end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, until until the very end, he's just keep continuously telling this like this girl to shut up. But yeah, so you know, he, he they go for a joy ride and they're just living. But then they run into those bikers from earlier, the the rival gang, who beats them up and then tries to trigger warning tries to rape his girlfriend who remember i'm pretty sure is a child and we see then they just like rip her shirt off and it's just like man when i first watched this movie i was like i was not expecting that right like that that scene i was like fuck dude yeah well because i i'd only been watching like Dragon Ball Z and like Yu Yu Hakusho back then when I first watched this movie. Mm. So when that came on, I was like, "Oh my god, oh, I gotta, I gotta turn this off before my mom comes." Like, <laughs> yeah, right. This this is the scene she would come in for. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Mom, <laughs> they were bikers. <laughs> it made sense in the story. They were in reform school, <laughs> trying to get better. They were trying to get better. <laughs> so that's that's what's about to happen because Tetsuo's he's a he's. A, small guy you know what i mean like his whole thing is that he's weak and he's always like feels like other people are fighting, fighting his, his battles yeah. yeah well here comes canada to come and fight his fights by at one point i think he like jumps head first into a bike into a motorcycle and just like spin kicks off of it or something yeah so you know what good yeah i want that guy fighting my fights for me <laughs> absolutely you know maybe it's just not your thing dude and that's fine yeah but you know they they hold the biker guy down and tetsuo just starts laying into him and starts freaking out and they're like dude like chill but i mean 
he did almost rape his girlfriend you know what i mean like how about you guys like why don't you guys let this guy beat this other guy up like let him get some anger out yeah let him have his moment yeah that's when he starts freaking out i think the hallucination that he sees here is that his like guts are falling out yeah yeah and he's like trying to scoop him back in he's freaking out that's when the police show up and take him back yeah, so he goes back in, and he's and then they put him back in the hospital, but under more a more watchful eye this time. Um, and right. I think I think around this time is when the the stuffed animal hallucination happens. Yeah, yeah, the easily somehow the weirdest scene in this movie. Somehow. Yeah, he just starts imagining, and the creepiest, honestly. It this is like a frightening scene for yeah. For, this this is not a children's movie. Um, if if the rape didn't tell, trigger that for you guys, <laughs> and the and the guy getting blown away by the police earlier, like this is the, the scene with time. the teddy bear is the scene that really got us saying this is not a children. <laughs> <laughs> granted, hey man, granted, I feel like that's a requirement when you're like, yeah, let's talk about the teddy bear scene and be like, by the way, yes, there's a teddy bear scene. Don't watch it with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's frightening because it's what teddy bear, a rocking horse, I think, and uh, and a, a taxi cab, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's fucking weird because like they're cute, they're cute little like toys, but then they they're just like menacing him and like trying to kill him, and he's like freaking out. And they and then they appearing. grow very large. There's like a billion of them, and they kind of like morph into a bigger one. Yeah, like kind of uh, prefacing what's going to happen later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a super weird scene, and honestly, I don't think either of us could describe it well enough to do it justice. No, and so then that scene ends with like uh, he's he's like, "Hey, stop it! Stop trying to freak me out!" And then the they shrink back down and they turn into the three uh, espers of the film and he's like hey hey you're the that you're that kid from the bridge yeah he and he he recognizes that he's the kid he hit and that's when he he just like realizes he's also psychic yeah he just like something clicks for him in that moment yeah and he he bursts out of that hospital room and all the people that are there to guard they're like hey motherfucker get back in there and he just has like a brain blast and kills everyone jimmy neutrons the fuck out of these people yeah <laughs> like, he's like straight up yeah he's murdering them super easily and i think something we didn't mention um every time he starts freaking out he hears someone saying akira and then mm. one of the one of the kids mentions akira and he's like where the fuck is akira i keep hearing about him so that's why he's like trying to leave now because he's trying to find out where akira is because he assumes like that's who's causing all of this maybe i don't know his his motives are very unclear mm. at this point yeah at this point it's just like he's living by the moment he, he's yeah. just like i gotta get out of the hospital we're, we're we'll see where these powers take me next yeah so at the same time as that's kind of all happening um Canada and kai meet up with her resistance cell um because they're trying to infiltrate this whole like Esper thing to figure out what's going on. Kanada wants to infiltrate because he wants to go see if he can save his best friend Tetsuo. 
And after a series of misadventures where multiple people get brutally murdered by hover bikes with machine guns. Hover bikes with uh, machine guns and I think some just drowned straight up, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was weird. Um, but and they're like going through like this shit sewer. Yeah. It ugh. that oh dude, that guy did I think he got like stuck or something and the water rose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so gross. So gross. So gross. So hot. And, um, <laughs> he so they meet up with uh Tetsuo and they're like, bro, like we're here to save you. And he's like, call an ambulance, but not for me, and murders and continues murdering. And that's when the general colonel, whatever this guy is, I think he's a colonel, Shikishima. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, evil guy with a buzz cut. Is cut well, business up top. Business up top. Um, you assume that he's the antagonist. He's the, he's the one who's kind of been like running the show for the military. So you assume he's the bad guy throughout the movie up to this point. And he's like, yeah, Akira. He's in cryo storage underneath the Olympic Stadium, which so weird. Like when when mangas uh, reference like real places. Yeah, because they just don't do that enough, at least not in the ones I watch. So it's like so weird, but like, oh, hey, that's a oh, right. I know they, where they, that... ha- they held the Olympics, huh? Yeah, I know where that is. <laughs> so Tetsuo is like, OK, we'll fuck everyone. And then like leaves to go out on his own. And his girlfriend's still like pining after him through yeah. all this kind of. I mean, she doesn't seem to be like, hey, I'm not going to do what you tell me. Yeah, but I don't think she like realizes what's going on. She's kind That's of stupid. She's pretty stupid, but I mean, she's also like probably 15 or something. You know what I mean? So she doesn't really know what's going on because she, I think she, every time she meets back up with him, it's like post murders. So she yeah. didn't actually see him kill people. He's just becoming a god. Yeah. He has his, <laughs> he has his Majin Vegeta like arc going on where he just goes through and just starts murdering people for like nothing. Yeah, and like, but he also doesn't have full control over his abilities. So, he, like, I think there are also moments where he has like his brain will hurt, and then he yeah. he accidentally kills people. I think he kills the guy at the bar, like they're, they're the guy they know at the bar that they hang out at. Then he kills like another one of their biker friends. After that guy's like, "Yo, why the fuck did you kill this guy?" Fuck yeah. you. Then he just murders that guy. Um, and there's a scene somewhere along there. It's around this time, which was really funny. Uh, my wife and I were, were cracking up about when. Um, that's the one. When when Connor does like, you look like a damn crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if that was supposed to be. If I don't know if that was supposed to be in the original like Japanese, but like it's such a it's just an out of nowhere line for the rest of the movie because they yeah. don't talk like that. But it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's like out of nowhere. They never talk like that ever again. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the crack I guess the crack epidemic is still you know raging through the twenty tens. The yeah future dark past Tokyo. Oh my god! Yeah, um, but yeah, that that line's hilarious. And, and, <laughs> and like at that point, Tetsuo is just like crouching and looking like Gollum, and his yeah. skin his skin is like gray he's he's on like a fucking metal like junk throne basically 
Yeah, he, he looks ridiculous. And usually his hair is, he, he's got like a bowl cut most of the time. His hair's now, all spiked up now. Well, now he's gone Super Saiyan. So, like, he, yeah, his hair's all spiked up to show that he's evil and mostly to show that he has the world's biggest forehead because that's where all his powers are because he's a psychic. Mm. Yeah, and um, it just, that forehead just keeps growing as he becomes more powerful. It, it does until it's on, until he's only a forehead. This is actually the Modoc prequel <laughs> for the five people that know Modoc and got that joke. <laughs> this one's for you. This one's for you from I mean, Gary the Space Cat. Some some might have watched that Pat and Oswald show. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Not even <laughs> You know what, Pat and Oswald? I like some of the stuff you do, but man, not that one. Not that one. I really enjoyed Happy. That one was good. Yeah, I I liked I liked your one appearance on Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, I liked you. On, I liked you on King of Queens. I didn't like you on King of Queens. Well, that's because it was King of Queens. <laughs> yeah, King of Queens. <laughs> that wasn't Pat Oswald's fault. That was King of Queens' fault. Um, yeah, they had big, big, bigger fish to fry on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, Tetsuo murders where, his friend, from right? There? Well, yeah, I, yeah, the I, friend is murdered, and also kind of gets gets super upset about the friend being murdered. As you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the colonel decides to stage a coup d'état. Because the government is like ignoring that there's now a fucking bright burn kid or whatever that fucking movie was where yeah. evil Superman baby goes. And he's just like, Tetsuo is just going through the streets now, making slowly making his way to the Olympic Stadium, just murking people. Yeah, it's like something needs to be done, obviously. But the, the government's like, yeah, we're going to take away your command. And we're going to figure this out. We're going to have a transition of power. Bureaucracy yeah. will do its thing. And in a couple of weeks, this will be sorted. Yeah. And uh, the colonel's just like, no, shoot him. Yeah. And the yeah. Guy, I, love, I love the guy's reaction. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Excuse And> me? <laughs> so the, the bureaucrat gets shot. And yeah. the military police, they, they bear their arms, but they are surrounded by the colonel's men. And they, they give in pretty easily after a short speech. Yeah, the I mean, fair, right? Fair. Uh, they 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 would have died otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and this whole time, there's like a there's people riding the street because now they think that Tetsuo is like their second coming of God. And now they're like riding and stuff, and there's tanks that are shooting shit at him, but he's like doesn't care. It's it's like Tetsuo is now just way too overpowered. And it sucks for everybody involved. Yeah, I like it. You really, you get the sense from just watching the movie of how unfair this is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wow, like you, you don't feel hope for the people that are trying to fight him because you're like, he's just, he's God. He's got, yeah. He even, <laughs> he even goes and puts on a fucking red cape. Like, yeah, he does. This man is, this man is so dramatic. So fucking dramatic. I think he gets. He gets to the stadium and exhumes, like you know, after after a couple fights, like he fights uh, Canada because he shows up and he fights K, and I don't remember if this happened before or after, but like they tried to blow him up with like an orbital laser, like a fucking glass cannon from Halo. Oh yeah, and then he's uh, he avoids it. I think yeah. that doesn't does Canada help him avoid it? He's like, hey, get out of here. 
No, no, that doesn't. I don't, not on purpose. Canada not at this point is at this point Canada's trying to murder Tetsuo. Yeah, at this point, yeah, Canada's not trying to save him. No, so he avoids it, and then Tetsuo just flies up to space. Yeah, and and takes out that fucking space cannon. But while it's being taken out, it just starts shooting like, randomly, in, indiscriminately, <laughs> and it just destroys the fuck out of Neo Tokyo. And yeah. either before or after that happens, he like does reach Akira, and finds out that he was dissected for science because he was too powerful. The, the, that explosion at the beginning of the movie was him, like just exp- like his he was literally so powerful that he just exploded and disappeared okay yeah. exploded and his mind transcended to another reality yeah so this is around where i was lost yeah. <laughs> it gets very metaphysical um, yeah uh, like i i think it's very i mean it's weird but i think it's mostly straightforward until this point around this point i was like okay uh, I think I think it's yeah. trying to say something more than like exact. I don't know. Uh, it's weird um, <laughs> because Akira, like they look and he's just like it's just goo. He's mostly just like goo and like circuit boards and pieces of organ and weird shit. Yeah. And Tetsuo gets pissed off because he thought that that would be like the answer for him, um, but then he just goes crazy and starts laughing. He just has this. That's his breaking point. Yeah, he he breaks. Uh, yeah. His mind breaks. And so then he goes up to the stage at the Olympic Stadium and starts to just like fuse with the wires or he, fuse yeah. with Akira, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, his hand, his arm gets blown off, right? By the uh, laser yes. at one point. Yes. So he uses his superpowers to build a, a robot hand. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. But then he keeps like freaking out. He continues to freak out. And he has the South Park moment. And yeah. his he starts his body just starts expanding and he turns into this like flesh golem. Yeah, it's just it, it's, that's the only way to describe it. It's just like a mound of flesh that is really gross looking, but also mixed with technology. Yeah, and it eventually becomes a baby. Yeah, it becomes a giant baby, monster baby. Yeah, because Kai, kaiju baby. <laughs> yeah, and it's explained later that like, like what's happening is like expanding to another reality, but he's like fighting it or something. And as his powers grow, he starts like mutating, but he's for whatever reason like connected to Akira, who's now transcended. So like, he, Akira's being reborn into the real world, but like that's catastrophic because he's a fucking super god or i don't know it's it's fucking weird and the only way to stop him is there is none um because they shoot they shoot him with laser guns it doesn't do anything um even at this point tetsuo is like hey like i i need you guys to like help me stop this i can't do anything about it yeah and this is a scene where his girlfriend gets like sucked up into the mound of flesh and he and also Kanada is like also kind of in the mound of flesh and and Tetsuo is talking to Kanada and he's like he's like I can feel her she's dying I'm killing her yeah and and, but like when she got like sucked up in there like you see you see her like trying to scrape out and then you see the flesh close on her yeah and before it closes just a whole bunch of blood 
Yeah, she super dies. She's um, super she, crushed to death. <laughs> can and the same thing's about to happen to Canada and the Colonel, but thankfully the the weird uh, Benjamin Button kids are here, and they use their psychic powers to wake Akira up or something. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to get what what totally happened, but he just disappears. Like every, he just disappears. Um, eventually he creates like a singularity Tetsuo and Canada get like transported to an alternate dimension and I think like most of Neo Tokyo is like destroyed oh yeah I mean if Um, not from the orbital strikes definitely from the awakening of Akira yeah and they decide like that they have to that because Canada gets sucked in too they're like well we and this is the ESP kids are like well we have to save him he can't be here yeah, um, because he's not he's not like us. So they they use their training and they get him out. But by doing so, they know that they can't go back. So they're like ruining their chances to be in this like super reality by saving Canada. But that's the sacrifice that they make. And you get so to see that's the what flashbacks. Was happening. Okay. I, I think that's what's happening because they kept saying like, well, we can't go back if we do this. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand what they meant because, like, from the flashback, it looked like they were always on Earth, but they were, they were, and that's what I was, yeah, because you see a flashback now of like, and explains who Akira was. Um, apparently, like, what's that experiment that the U.S. did for like ESP? Oh, um, MK Ultra. Yeah, it's like M- they were like MK Ultra people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the government found out that some of these kids had like psychic powers, and they were testing them. And they all, that's where they all met Akira, who was like super great, but he was also like the the strongest among them. And then he just got too strong and his power like caused him to ascend to another plane of reality. But by doing so, so Akira Akira was 11 from Stranger Things. Yeah, but like 11 if 11 had depth. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You heard me say it. I'm tired of her lifting up her hand, and that's how the end, that's how the story ends. Yeah. Right, it, it, right, better endings, Duffer Brothers. It, it, it builds up to that every single time. Every single time. I love which, all the stuff in the middle. Hey, man, which which one season character are they going to kill off this time? Yeah, that's the thing. They always get you invested in one, and they're like, so this is the one that's going to die. Yeah. And they also always set it up, because like with, uh, with Eddie, they were just like, okay, so he ran away, so now the whole season we're going to have him complain about how he's always running away. So that he cannot run away one time. It's that's literally like <laughs> I used to like Stranger Things, but it's literally the same story every season now. And it's like, guys, come on. Have someone survive a season. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and if they were gonna do it, they should have done it with Eddie because he, he was just the best that they had. Honestly, I would have sacrificed like three three of the main kids to keep Eddie. I and you know what? This is gonna get a lot of flack. I was hoping they'd kill Eleven. Oh, really? Just straight, was, straight for the jugular, then? Huh? <laughs> I was I was hoping that she would die, killing uh, Vecna, and then like there would be one more season where they had to figure out like, okay, it's just us without super without our super powered person. Like, how are we going to solve this? Yeah, that would have been interesting. And then the story would have had stakes, but whatever. I digress. I, I, I just well, I just wanted some of the main people to die. Yeah, 
any of them any <laughs> not of even them. some any of them I'm the only one that i'd be like don't don't kill dustin that's the only one that i don't want to die <laughs> yeah eh, I'm although, although this this most recent season he was more annoying than the past ones but that's probably yeah. just because he's a teenager now they also like they lost the charm when they stopped being like 10 years old yeah that's the thing they grew up and now it's like guys <laughs> yeah it's just yeah but in this movie like in this movie <laughs> that, that's all that you know that's that's basically the end uh uh you find out that tetsuo like he grew up uh feeling like he was nothing like that he never had any power and any any agency of his own always had to rely on other people and the reason that he like went crazy is because he finally like got the opportunity to have all that power that he was so craving and it just like went wild and now he's like the most powerful being in the universe but at what cost yeah and all that tells me is like it good it's good he never had any power at all yeah this is like if this is what it was gonna do to you dude because fuck you <laughs> yeah they tr- i feel like they try to redeem him at the end but it's like Tetsuo sucked. Yeah, Tetsuo, like, go fuck himself, honestly. Especially when, like... Very mean to his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Just a bad guy. And he's got an inferiority complex. And they're, like, just talking, like, oh, but his parents are dead, or blah, 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 blah. But it's like, so is Canada's. Yeah. He turned out okay. So is probably, like, 80% of Neotopia's population. Yeah, that's true. Like, like because uh, accurate <laughs> yeah don't how forget about you, how about you get over it tetsuo you fucking stupid bitch yeah T- tetsuo i mean i guess he fit the 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 slate i guess for um uh, the villain but i uh unlike unlike griffith tetsuo did many things wrong i still don't still don't understand the reference uh, yeah, it's because you haven't watched it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, still, I still have a fond oh. opinion of Griffith. <laughs> how many movies? How many have we only watched the first two or just oh, the first one? Only the first one. Oh. That, that should be your next one, dude. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. For anyone out there that knows anything about Berserk, man. Kyle's about it, to get a rude awakening because he started at Golden Age. Yep. And I, I liked Griffith. <laughs> He did nothing wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> nothing, nothing that I know of yet. I mean, they allude to things, sure. <laughs> yeah, but, like, everyone alludes to things. Yeah, exactly. Um, Who hasn't done something wrong in that universe? Yeah, yeah, except Casca. No, except Casca. Nah, she she wanted to murder Guts. Um, <laughs> that was, like, the first thing she said when she's on screen. She's like, let's just kill this guy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> But that's that's about the end of the movie. I mean, almost everyone dies except for I think like Akira, K, and then their other friend, uh, Kasuki. I think his name is. Yeah, the short guy. The short yeah. one survives. Super short guy. Yeah, the crack, the the not crack guy. The not cracked out guy. Um, and uh, I think the colonel survives too. Yeah, colonel survives. Canada, obviously. Um, and the, the three espers that they survived, they just can't go home ever again. Yeah, I guess. And the, the final season or the final season, <laughs> the final scene 
is Tetsuo just introducing himself in like this this new reality wherever he is and that's it story ended story ended uh yeah so i mean i like it so i'll, I'll tell the story of the first time first two times so i don't remember them yeah because one of the times we just smoked a bit too much of the reefer and the second time also involved that but yes. the but the second time was a bit more dramatic uh, because my, my wife and I, we, we had a, a jar full of keef. Anyone that doesn't know what that is, mm. it's the particles on marijuana that do the business. And so we just had a jar full of it. And we were like, we're going to use it. Well, I think we used like all of it to, to, make, to make a uh, batch of brownies. A single batch, maybe two batches. Either way, it was too much for what we were doing. Um, and so... I was like, I'm an experienced weed smoker. <laughs> so uh, I, I ate I ate two brownies and then we were like, let's watch Akira. And I should have only eaten like half of one. But so I had two, we were watching. I was just like, I started tripping myself out. I was throwing up. My wife claims I started to cry for my mother. I'm not sure if that happened. But I believe it. It's the only time in my life that I've, I guess, greened out. Yeah. I don't I don't remember that night. I don't remember just, watching Akira really, but <laughs> you're just like freaking out. You're like, help me Mockingbird or Mocking J Hart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, but so this is my first time watching it uh, completely sober and it was it made me feel like I was tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't I can't imagine watching this movie under the influence of anything. I would not be able, I, it's hard enough to follow along anyway, but then like some of the really weird shit happens and you just, uh, uh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so the first time I probably just couldn't follow along because I was too, too stony baloney. Second time I was just like tripped out and that, I don't think that was a good movie to have going during that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I'm only going to now suggest that we watch really weird fucking movies and then demand that you use hallucinogens before you watch them. <laughs> that's what, that's the new angle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just, you're just going to be way too messed up. And then we're just going to say, so what do you remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how much of this plot is real and how much did you hallucinate? <laughs> right. <laughs> how much of it was just a fever dream? Not, yeah. A, a filmed fever dream <laughs> i this this movie really throws you for a curveball if you know nothing about it because i think like even all the promotional advertising is just canada and his bike so you assume that it's going to be like some sort of like racing anime right it yeah. is is him walking towards his bike all these shots him walking towards his bike you think it's about fucking bikers yeah and it lulls you into that with the first 20 minutes <laughs> yeah and honestly, the bike has a lot of significance, like as a metaphor or as and all that bullshit. But like, honestly, for they don't give for a his fuck dick. about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that bike dick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it completely takes a huge turn, and you're just like, whoa, okay, I. Uh, pack the wrong snacks for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Been there. <laughs> it's uh, it's wild. It's a wild ride. I definitely recommend people that are adults to watch this. And 
don't yeah go in with a sober mind because it, it, it can be hard to follow honestly i would i i think I wish that people didn't know what it was about before they went in, because I feel like that's part of the experience. Like you feel, you feel how fucking weird shit is just like the, the, the characters in the, in the anime, because they don't know what the fuck's going on either. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, hopefully people that are listening, um, this, you're just listening to affirm what you already know about the movie, because yeah, hopefully we didn't ruin what, the, crazy, what con- the craziness for you. What is considered one of the greatest uh, anime films I think ever made. Like, Yeah, it's like a landmark one. Yeah, it's... I People are always talking about like Studio uh, Ghibli and all them. This is... This is there. This is up there with them. It's... it's it doesn't did, mess around. Did this studio, I don't know who it is, uh, did, did they make some other bangers? Do you know? I'm sure they did. I'm just not aware of them. Uh, who is this? Let's not let, let's find out real quick. Well, it's distributed by Toho. Um, and this is based on a manga, so it doesn't really have the same effect. Because mm. most most of those, like Princess Mononoke and all that, I don't think that's, those were based on mangas. No, no, that's just independent creativity. <laughs> yeah. So this is different than than this than that. You know what I mean? That's true. That is true. They've got source material to look at. But I don't know if uh, I don't know if the guy who wrote this manga also wrote anything else of let's see Tetsuhiro Tamo. Let's see. Do I know anything else that you did, bro? I do not. I'm sure Domu, Metropolis, Steam Boy. I'm sure these are like good too, because you don't just have this kind of a banger and then everything else sucks. But I don't think any of them got to got to the same like degree as Akira did. Yeah. Well, I mean, visually it's a stunning fucking movie. Mm-hmm. The characters are great. The the story keeps you fucking guessing. Makes it so you want to watch and be like, okay, well, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh you know, for this one, I it's one of those landmarks and it's very good. Even I'm going to have to rewatch it again, sober again, to really understand it. But for out of ten, I'm giving this guy like a nine. Yeah, I also will give it a nine just because I feel like there's very few movies that deserve a ten, but this one, this one's butting up against that. Yeah, it, it's damn near perfect. And once I understand the the philosophical part of it, I'm sure I'll, I'll appreciate it even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My scale of ratings goes this movie and then just slightly above it at a 10 um legends of the guardians out uh, <laughs> i thought you're gonna go for shrek too <laughs> now that's no, a 10 that's a that that's an 11 yeah <laughs> that's an 11 any movie that has i need a hero at any point in it 11 yeah i am so excited for when we talk about that one <laughs> um but yeah I think talk that, about landmarks i i think we'll talk about landmarks yeah <laughs> only landmarks <laughs> uh, i think that's gonna do it for this one guys um till the next one this has been another episode of that cartoon podcast bye-bye yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode 
If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights. If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.